0: Live from our super-secret studios above Jacques' flower shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, uh, I you you had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at large radio program. Hello? On 90.7 WLMW New Hampshire Family Radio. I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to our one of Gerard at Large. I am your ever humble host, Richard Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at gerardatlarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and to follow us because we just want to be loved. Do we have internet down here? Ah, the internet is still offline in this room. All right. Well, good thing I charged the uh, laptop battery. (laughs) Uh, Well, suffice to say, the show is going to get off to a start that I didn't plan. As I was driving in this morning, you'll never guess what I was doing. That's right. Listening to talk radio. I'll tell you, some of that overnight talk radio is a lot of fun. Some of it's just plain weird. But I I have found some stuff that's actually what I consider to be... Um, Listenable, including the fellow whose name escaped me as soon as I thought of it, who's on uh, this station from four to five in the morning. Name escapes me, but it's a pretty good radio talk show. So those of you who are up even earlier than I am uh, listening to the radio you know, from four to five, this station's got a pretty good uh, nationally syndicated guy. But so I was trying to make sense of what was coming in this morning while I was listening because even uh, George Nori was uh, talking about what was going on in Vegas. And so I got here and I spent a fair amount of time this morning. I see I had this grand plan for what this morning's news was going to be. Um, But, you know, you know, the old saying, when man plans, God chuckles. I'm not sure God's chuckling today at the plans that were made in Las Vegas Uh, Details still emerging from what is bound to be a horrific scene that is only going to get worse um, as they really sort through the numbers. But uh, somebody opened fire with automatic weapons from somewhere near the 20th floor in the Mandalay Bay Casino and Hotel on a concert venue that held 40,000 people. For the uh uh oh, that holds forty thousand people and that was packed to the gills as the final performance of the final singer of a three day country western music festival was wrapping up. Um, I don't know if I should do what I heard the other radio talk show hosts do, and that is grab a clip because the clips are all over the internet of people who were there who happened to record the machine gun fire, if I can call it that. And of course, the subsequent screams, do I need to go there? Six oh six six seven six two. 6762 The pictures are horrific. Uh, for the longest time, they were reporting only two dead and two dozen injured, but there was a paper that I have uh, been following in uh, Las Vegas, Las Vegas Review Journal, that uh, before everybody else had police sources saying there are at least 20 dead. And sure enough, that was confirmed about 20 minutes ago, 20, 30 minutes ago, uh, and more than 100 injured. Many of the injured are critically injured, so you could probably expect that the death toll on this is going to rise. But when you have 40,000 people in an open air venue, um, it's going to take a while to get a handle on it. The shooter is dead. They've released at this time no information. It was once thought that there were two shooters. But there is a person of interest, believed to be, I've, I've heard it, his travel companion, his girlfriend, his whatever, but um, not that anybody here is going to have any tips on where she is. <laughs> but if you know Mary Lou Danley, a 411 Asian chick who lives out in Las Vegas, let police know where you think she might be. Among the dead, by the way, two uh, off-duty police officers. Although the sheriff in Las Vegas was not able to confirm that, they said they believed that there were two off-duty police officers who who, who were killed. But in as much as they hadn't uh, been able to confirm identity, they were unsure. And uh, this is going to sound awful, but uh, you know, not that the, the the off-duty police officers are any more or less valuable than the other at least 18 people who have lost their lives, but it's unknown. Um... <laughs> no, it's not Dan Celia or Tim Wildman. No, there's uh it's I I don't even remember what it is, but you know, I'm trying to, I'm just trying to make sure I don't drive off the road at four o'clock in the morning when I'm on my way here. So <laughs> leave it to our number one fan to have the, uh, the daytime schedule after us uh, memorized he's tossing all these names at me (laughs) thanks Christopher glad you're feeling better buddy and uh, but no out in Las Vegas another uh, horrific scene and I have a feeling that what we're going to find is something that we probably would talk to our dear friend uh, Ava Castillo about and by the way I was out uh, going door to door this weekend doing the whole uh, campaign thing, and I came across a wonderful couple from Uruguay who are loyal listeners, met the husband. He was out front. He said, oh, wait right here. I have to go get my wife. She listens to you every morning. Our alarm goes off at 6 o'clock every morning just to listen to you, he says. got to chuckle out of that. Delightful couple. They told me I have to take it easy on Ava, though. They said they're immigrants from Uruguay, and he said, we have all our papers. We did it legally. <laughs> I said, Good for you, because we love legal immigration, but uh, it was uh, a wonderful experience. And it's kind of funny, because in my, in my door-to-door, just as an aside, I did come across uh, a couple um, uh immigrant families who were diehard republicans despite the fact that they were uh hispanic who knew anyway one of them was very uh very 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 big on the tax cap (laughs) and the others for whatever reason just liked me so (laughs) meanwhile across the street there were some greek immigrants Who, um, well, what can you say? (laughs) No, They were perfectly polite, Um, but uh, didn't express a whole lot of support, didn't express any non-support, but didn't express much support. So back here. So what, what I mean, let's let's do a little deductive reasoning here, folks. What are you largely going to find at a country music festival? Yeah, a whole lot of white Christian people. My thinking is that what this really is is sort of a repeat of what happened in Dallas at that Black Lives Matter march. So I don't know why the police department and maybe our good friend Jim Gaudet is tuned in and he might be able to explain this to me, but if they have the shooter and he's dead... And they're looking for the girlfriend or whatever she is. Um, why? And they know who it is. They said he's a local man. Yeah. Could it be Antifa? I don't know. That's We just got that from one of our listeners. But my guess is, is you're probably not going to find a white supremacist firing on a crowd of white people. So is this another incident? A Black Lives Matter Or whatever it is, an aggrieved minority who uh, wants to make a statement or a point could be terrorism, but they seem pretty quick to pour water on the terrorism thing. And and if this is another one of those Dallas-type incidents where people are lashing out at the white majority... Are we as a country now going to have a discussion about the rhetoric that the left uses? Are, are we going to are we going to have a discussion about people like Barack Obama? Who said police acted stupidly, who said if I had a son, he'd look like Trayvon, who said if Donald Trump were elected, the KKK would be in the White House. Uh, Are we going to have uh, a discussion about what he said in wake of Ferguson? Are we going to are we going to finally deal with the race baiters and the race merchants of Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson and that crew whose first cry on everything is? It's race, it's oppression, it's race, it's oppression, it's race, it's oppression. Are we going to have more radio ads like the ones they ran against George Bush in Missouri saying if George Bush is elected president, black churches are going to burn? You know, folks, they often are quick to point fingers at the alleged rhetoric of those of us who are conservative who would rather not apply labels to people and deal with individuals as individuals and not as members of a group so that we can label them, stack them, pack them, roll them, and stick them in a can. But are we going to be faced with yet another situation? Of course, what are they saying? Oh, well, yeah, this is a uh, had to be a highly skilled individual to be doing this or trying to point the. Uh, point the fingers potentially at a veteran and maybe it was a veteran wasn't wasn't the shooter in the black lives matter thing a military veteran in dallas was an army guy so what are we what are we going to find us of course no doubt there'll be blame on the guns right the second amendment the anti-second amendment people will be uh, losing their mind And so, once again, as a country, we'll probably go down all the wrong roads, talk about all the wrong things, and everybody who tries to stand against that tide will be tarred, feathered, and uh, annihilated. Or at least they'll try. But a sad uh, day for America as we awake to the news of a horrific overnight tragedy in Las Vegas More than 20 dead, more than 100 wounded, police still trying to sort it all out. And as uh, details are made known to us this morning, we'll make them known to you. And that's where we're at. You are listening to the Dread at Large radio show. I'm Rich Gerard. Good morning.